The following story has been brought to you by Stories to Inspire. I'd love to tell you about the grandfather of one of my daughters-in-law. Many years ago, while he was still alive, he was a teenager. He needed a question for his father. Waited for his father to come home from work, sat down and said, Dad, I need some advice. Sure, how can I help you, son? So he explained that he had accepted a job to be a lifeguard at a summer camp. But then a different summer camp lost its lifeguard for some reason, so they called him up and they offered him a lot more money, a couple hundred bucks extra. It's a lot in those days. So his father said, what's the question? He said, well, how do I explain to the first camp that I'm not going to be able to be their lifeguard because I got a better offer? His father said, did you tell the first camp that you were going to be their lifeguard? And he said, yes, that's why I have to explain to them that I can't because I got this better offer. His father said, let me explain something to you. Your word is all that you have. You're going to call the second camp and tell the second camp that you can't accept the offer because you made a commitment to the first camp and no amount of additional money is going to make you break that. Lesson learned. And now fast forward decades. That teenager is an adult, a very successful adult who owns a lot of real estate. And he's got one building that another fellow in the real estate community really wants to buy made multiple attempts to purchase it. He said, listen, it's not for sale. Finally, one day they're talking. He said, look, you know, I really want to buy that building. Suppose I offer you X number of millions of dollars. And he said, you willing to pay that? He said, yes. He said, sold. He said, really? He said, yes. Tell your lawyer to draw up the papers and I'll sign them. Great. The guy who's the buyer flapped his lips that night, told some other people in that small community of real estate investors. And so another fellow would-be buyer called up the seller and said, I just heard that you made some deal or got an offer to sell that particular building to so-and-so. I didn't know it was for sale. He said, it wasn't for sale, but he made me an offer and I thought it was a good one, so I accepted it. He said, yeah, I'm going to pay you a million dollars more than he offered you. Didn't miss a beat. And he said back to the potential buyer, in that case, call the other fellow. He owns the building offer him the extra million dollars. He said, what do you mean he owns the building? You didn't actually sell it yet. How could you have drawn up documents that quickly? He said, I sold him the building over the phone. We have an agreement. He said, but that's not binding if it's not signed. And he said, yes, it is. Because my word is all that I have. When God says in this week's Torah portion that you shall not profane or desecrate your word, that is a mantra to live by. You have to constantly be asking yourself. We have to be asking ourselves. Can God count on me? Can other people count on me? You know the difference yourself between the people in your life that you can count on and the people you can't. You've known that since you were a little kid. What parent hasn't heard from a young child? But you promised. Keep your word. Your word story. is all that you have. Come again. Bring a friend storiestoinspire.org